kids, you are about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. Advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. The greatest podcast on God's flat earth. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith.com. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We have received some feedback saying that I should cut back on the use of overly complicated medical terms such as monoclonal antibody and brr, kind of cold, huh? So I will try to stick to more common terminology in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Heyo. Cameron is so dedicated to making sure that we stay relevant to our listeners that when he heard that Martin Luther King Jr. Day is here, he uh, spent weeks trying to gather enough coins for what he referred to as His Majesty's Tax. Wow. Um, so for our listeners' knowledge, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was not actually a reigning monarch, but rather he was an American Christian minister and activist. Um, he became the most visible spokesperson and leader of the civil rights movement from 1955 until his assassination in 1968. Well, Andy, Andy nailed those rules up on that door. Yes. And that's what was so, like, ballsy of him, because that wasn't even his door. Can you imagine just, like, going up to some guy's door, and you just, like, nail these, like, rules or whatever to it? Okay, well, I think I think you, you might be confusing. that is? Yeah, and that that does sound pretty tough. And you're referring to the, uh, yeah, whenever they nailed it to the the door of the church, that happened centuries ago, though. Yeah, we're so we're referring. That's to why we honor it every Martin Luther King Day. So this is actually Martin Luther King Jr. This is a different. I, I the names are similar though. Oh, it's his son. No, so it. Well, we okay. Well, we can. Move on from there, anyway. Um, also with us is DJ Dylan, the host. Hello, I'm Dr. London Smith. I feel like that the Earth is flat. I believe that the earth is flat. Hey, hey. I believe that the earth is flat. Whoa, whoa. I feel like that the earth is flat. Dr. London, I don't think we should talk about that on this episode. I don't want to get into your weird conspiracy beliefs. I believe that the earth is flat. Hey, hey. I believe well, that the I- earth is flat. Whoa, whoa. I feel like that the earth is flat. Okay, so, and maybe I should clarify. So, I think D- DJ Dylan the house he might have been playing, like possibly a remix, sort of something I said. No, well, yeah, that's what he, that's what he does. That's his job. Right, and I, so just to clarify, I don't, I, I believe the Earth is, and this might be a little bit controversial to some people, but I believe it's spherical, like it's it's circular, Ugh. kind of. Dr. London. Okay. No, I didn't. Why? Oh. I didn't. <sighs> That's the shape you think it is? <sighs> uh, um. So, and later. Why? Why does it have a butt? No, I don't. Like, okay. I don't think that. I mean, s- defining a particular butt is difficult given the science that we have. But I'm saying. Uh, like if you could find one, I guess is more my point. You're saying you're confident that the earth does have a butt and we just haven't found it yet. Yeah. Which I don't think is that crazy of a, no, 
No, there's a lot of things that we don't know yet. I think the Australian fires might have something to do with it, too. With with the Earth having a butt? It would be where the Earth's butt is, right? Ish. A fire would be? No, Australia. Oh. Well, and I, I guess I can't say one way or another because... Yeah, you gotta think, you're a doctor... Mm-hmm. Have you ever had someone come in with, you know, let's be frank, fire butt? I, I don't think so. Like, you mean like a burn? No, I mean like let's fire see. coming out of it. Okay, so you know Taco Bell. I okay. I don't like how this is going. So they have like the five layer burrito. I've I've heard of it. Now, if you were to down five of those, that. By math, five that would times be a, five. That would be a twenty-five layers that you've consumed. Mm-hmm. What do you think's happening on the other end of that? I, are you saying that you might have some gastrointestinal trouble? I'm saying you douse it in fire sauce. You end up on the other side with something we like to call fire butt. Okay, so you're just talking and about. And if you think that that's what's happening in Australia, I do think that's interesting. And now that is my belief system. So thank you. I, so And later, uh, Cameron tells me that we can expect a special guest. So look forward to that. That is right. All right. Before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. Quote, wood and bacteria. Maybe a sterile coating on the table would work. We got all the food poisoning from a Pizza Hut ice machine once. And then we went camping, and Jesus save me! It was awful. Bless everyone this blessed day. End quote. Um, first of all, we here at the Jock Doc Podcast would like to thank you so much for your question. We always appreciate hearing back from our listeners. Uh, to answer your question, I'm afraid that I'm not familiar with the process of sterilizing a wooden table. Uh, but yes, you can get a form of food poisoning from ice or rather from the contaminated water contained within the ice, although that would be an uncommon occurrence in the United States. Would you be able to sterilize a, uh, uh, whatchamacallit? Table? A wooden table? No, what's the thing, like when wood attacks you? You know what I mean when you like put hand... Like a splinter? Maybe. It's like you put your hand on maybe like a wood table or a tree. Okay. And then it attacks you it like shoots you with like a little needle right into your hand you go okay so usually if that happens it's not actually the tree attacking you it's more assuming that i follow what you mean it's more that the force of your hand pushing on it pushes a, a splinter from the tree or the piece of wood into your hand so your own force you generate the force it's not actually the tree attacking you even when I've like really pissed the tree off. Okay. Well, well, how how have you managed to offend a tree? Well, I mean, what's the best way to piss off a tree? It's to piss on a tree. Is it? I I assume that they would. I would imagine so. Because anytime got... I've ever done that to you, you got pissed. Yeah. That no. That is that is true. It's just I have um. This is a real bathroom-centric episode. I don't know what's going on in your head. No, I... Is this what we're doing for 2020? I know we're a few weeks into the new year, but you had said you wanted to kind of explore some new directions for the show. Is this... No, I... You were thinking... Yeah, you were thinking a little fartier? No, I I just thought, like, maybe, maybe sometimes we stray a little bit in terms of who our guests are. Yeah, yeah. In terms of you know, sort of the, the topics that we approach. So I was thinking, like, we just we just kind of dig down deep and just go after the science, just pure science. No, I mean, most of our guests have been strays. That is correct. Okay. I'm sorry, I should clarify that. Uh, that's, that's my fault. What I mean is that uh, they're um, strange, and they're sort of, like, I'm not sure how you find them, because... Uh, they don't seem to be scientists. Which That's is... what I, I just told you how I found them. For the most part, they're stray people, like a stray cat. Like you just find them around? Yeah. Or maybe, you know, they like live in a neighborhood 
and everyone in the neighborhood kind of collectively feeds them. So they just kind of go to a different doorstep every day, just kind of eating. Okay, so you are very, very specifically describing like a stray cat or dog, except this is a person. Yeah, or people. Most of our guests. Okay. I, well, I didn't, I didn't realize that that's how we, how we went about um, c- collecting them, I guess. You've never asked. Yeah, I guess. I guess I haven't. Well, so to this listener, um, thank you for your question. And we look forward to hearing from you again soon here on the Jock Doc podcast. Now for a tale from the clinic. We had a patient with a history of prostate cancer present with eye muscle pain and paralysis, for which we had given him steroids and taken a biopsy of his temporal artery. It's because the eye strain. It's because he was trying to look at it, right? At the at, at the prostate? Yeah. No, okay, so... And he, like, couldn't get all the way around? Uh, okay, so for, for our listeners, what Cameron's Or it was, like, a series of mirrors, and he was having to squint because it was, like, reflecting so much? No, so usually someone else will diagnose the prostate cancer in uh-huh. someone. It won't be him having to see it physically, because that... Well, yeah, I assume that's why he went to the doctor, because he couldn't... He strained his eye while trying to get a peek. Yeah, I, like, and good idea. I just, in this instance, he, uh, it, it, those two didn't seem to be related. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but um, he had also had two separate episodes of pericarditis, which resolved spontaneously. Oh, no, 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 no. I have that DVR'd. I haven't watched it yet. No spoilers. Of, of pericarditis? Yeah, I've got, yeah. I've got both those episodes, like, ready to go, but I have not watched started it yet. Okay, so he had had... Uh, la, 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 la. Go ahead, go ahead. Two episodes of pericarditis. Uh, and then his lab showed a decline in kidney function as well as an elevation in inflammatory markers. On top of all that, a rheumatologist had told him that he likely had lupus. So, so a given doctor can usually know how to do the workup for each of, the or- each of these organs and systems, but there's only so much time in the day and so many resources available. So this is an example of why we have specialties so that no one in one, uh, no one problem goes overlooked. And it is also why having a primary care doctor is so important because they can take these varied symptoms and advise the patient regarding the larger clinical picture. What is your specialty, Dr. London? I don't think we've ever really discussed that on this show. Yeah. So I'm, I'm general doctor. Sort so of no specialty whatsoever. No, I guess I'm all that makes sense. I'm all the specialties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sh- when someone's that special, you just call them general. Uh-huh, You're just that's like, right. oh, you have general talents. Yeah. yeah. Sh- that's exactly how people phrase that. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm kind of detecting a tone here, but yeah. Huh? So, hmm. so they'll say, hmm. you know, hey, we need the surgery done. Yeah. The surgeon's out. Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. I'll just well, no, master of. No, I'm the master. I like. I don't want to flatter my. But yeah, no, I'm the master of all of the trades as well. But they'll call me in for the surgery. But uh-huh. like, it's more what you know how my schedule looks. Um. Now for today's medical topic: acute arterial occlusion. Acute arterial occlusion is technically also the term for a heart attack or the stroke. Uh, since it simply means a sudden onset of blockage of an artery. But in this case, we are specifically referring to the occlusion of an artery in the leg, uh, usually blocking the common femoral artery. So the arteries usually become blocked because a clot forms inside of the heart and moves away from that location to the site where it gets stopped, in this case, the common femoral artery of the leg. Uh, When a clot forms, a blood clot, and it stays in one place, it's called a thrombus. And when it breaks off and moves to another part of the body, it's called an embolus. Um, so when an embolus blocks the common femoral artery to cause an acute... Whoa, 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 whoa. What is this word you keep saying? The, well, which, which of the words? The thrombus? No. The embolus? No, those are all normal. Okay. Uh, the common femoral artery? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, the, the last one. Artery? Yeah. Is that like... The nipple holder? Yes. No, I'm not. Well, I'm not sure what you mean by nipple holder. Like this bad boy around the nipple. Oh, you mean the areola? Yeah. Okay. 
So th- that's the, what this is. No, sorry. So the areola is that uh, skin surrounding nipple. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the arteries are the blood vessels going away from the heart. Okay. Typically, does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So the common femoral artery is one of the larger arteries in your leg. Does that make sense? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I haven't. I mean, I don't think so. Well, what do you? I've only got the two. I mean, I don't. I'm not a cat. I don't have like that kind of stuff going on down lower. I'm sorry. So you have. Is it an issue that you don't think that you have this many arteries in your legs? The. I mean, the like the like the nipple holders. I've only got the two. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I should. Once again, so these are I'm arteries. I'm a guy. I'm not a. If I was a girl, yeah. So, yeah. So these are the arteries. I'm not, like a dude. You know what I mean? These the arteries. Football. Not the areolas. Yeah. Do you see the difference? Oh, totally. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll just. So when an embolus blocks the common femoral artery, not not the areola, but the artery, yep. um, to cause an acute arterial occlusion. Patients will typically present with the six P's, pain, and that's uh, acute and severe in onset. So the patient can actually tell you exactly when and where it happened, and the pain might have even caused them to sit down or fall to the ground. Um, so, so that's the first P, yeah. is pain. Then Perkiness. There's, uh, n- when it's like cold enough. Okay, well, uh, there is, there's pallor, which is pale skin. Yep. Okay. Uh, there's paralysis. They can be, I mean, all different like colors and stuff. Some are darker than others. Right, and then there's uh, paresthesias. So that's like a, a tingling and numbing sensation and a pulselessness. Okay. Okay. Uh, so diagnosis is with the arteriogram. And, but, and this is for the arteries, not the areolas, yeah. the blood vessels. Okay. Uh, so use the arteriogram to define the site of occlusion and an echocardiogram, which is like an ultrasound for the heart, mm-hmm. um, and an EKG to look uh, for a heart problem as a source for, for the emboli. And you're looking at the heart because it's right next to what? The the areola, the nipple, the nipple holder, right? Yeah. And you don't want to get a block, like blockage or anything, because then the milk backs up. R- and you sweat it out. You get so much buildup. You smell like milk all day long. No one wants to talk to you. Uh, so from this point, the main goal of treatment is to assess the viability of tissues, you know, in the leg uh-huh. to salvage the limb. I got nothing. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. I completely understand. No questions. No comments. Okay. Your nipples get too backed up. You get milk flowing out your leg. You cut off that leg, just shoots milk out. Well, I, I feel like I described something a little bit different, but we can we can move on from there. Yeah, yeah. Since you've got, well, I don't think you I don't think you quite understood, but we can we can move on. All right, Cameron, do we have a sponsor today? Uh, sort of. It's not really a sponsor. It's actually I'm actually excited about this. Uh, we, the state government, got in contact with us about doing some PSAs for our audience, which I thought would be really yeah. cool and kind of beneficial to the community. Yeah, it sounds great for public health yeah. and that sort of thing. And so they kind of gave us a list of them. So I'm going to go through them. And then if we need to cut them up and maybe like move them around different episodes, we can just go ahead and do that. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to kind of go so through them. Record them all here now and yeah. then disperse them as exactly. needed. Exactly. We can just go through them later. Okay. Um, so the first one, which is a big issue, which is texting and driving. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People, it's a lot of deaths. Look, I know that most of the people negative effectively by texting and driving are the worst among us. Right. Well, like I mean, they're, they're kind of the people who like deserve what's coming to them. A little bit. Well, I'm not... Who needs to text that much? You know it's the worst person you know. Not necessarily. So, like, there's part of you that's probably like, well, you know, whatever happens, if they drive into a ditch and something happens, like, who cares? Well, no, I... And I know that you say stuff like that all the time, Dr. Yes. London. But I'm here to say don't text and drive. Even if you get a pic in your phone of a dog on a phone, 
And the person you're talking to says, caption this. Wait until you get to a stoplight to caption it. Okay, that part I do agree Don't with. Don't be driving around and say, oh, the dog is probably, you know, uh, on the phone with uh, BarkBox and is like, oh, I need to talk to your customer service. Right, yeah, no, I agree. We should, like, for drivers out there. That would be a funny there, thing to do, but you can't do it. Not while you drive. Yeah, not until after you are done or, you know, pull over if you feel that that's that much of an emergency to, to caption it there. Yeah, if you have to do it right now, if it's a contest in a group chat and you're trying to get in there first, stop. I mean, don't, you don't have to pull over, but you can just stop and no, just send it. I would say you should pull over in that instance because stopping suddenly could result in a, in, in a car accident. So the second thing that they have is, is coughing. Coughing, which is the silent killer. I take an issue with that description because I feel like it's an extremely loud killer. It's not silent at all, but I, I digress. I get, Hold on. On that one, you say, like, what about coughing? It kills. It spreads germs that kill. So they're saying don't cough? I think it's saying cover your coughs better. And it, it kind of has a diagram here. I can't show it on the show. But what you want to do is sort of just... Bend forward as much as you can. Okay. Like in a sort of like a sitting position. You want to go like, you want to go down like this. And okay. And then you just want to. <coughs> okay. Right into your pants, if you can do it. Okay. You just, so you're just bending over. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, stop. Maybe you might want to stretch for like a minute or two beforehand. Get limber. Yeah. And then you just want to like. Bend over as far as you possibly can. Yeah, so right into your pants area. Just give it a cough. This ju- this is just different from what I've what I've learned is the best way to. And you've been doing it the unhealthy way. You've probably been coughing into your arm. In my elbow, yeah. Well, what happens if you like if you meet a person and you start rubbing your arm on them? Those are germs that are spread. That's that's true, and I guess for me, it's normally that I'm not quite flexible enough generally to cough into my pants. Yeah, and I. I guess this is just, I guess, also promoting um, stretching. Yeah, and also just not being as unhealthy as you have been, clearly. Uh, okay. So the next one, um, and this one is actually pretty important to me. It's male breastfeeding. Okay. Look, just because the ba- there's nothing coming out of there doesn't mean you can't give the baby something. Right. Well, There's no milk coming out of a pacifier, right? Baby still likes it. So just sure. pop a nipple in there. You got a hungry baby, but the mom's not around. Shove a nipple Wait, in there. The mom. You're saying like you just come across a baby. Yeah, and it's loud, crabby. And there's no mom it's around. Like, no, leave me alone. Okay, so it can talk as well. Whatever. And you're saying the first instinct should be to try to feed it from your nipple, even if you are male. This the stranger. Just give it a shot. Give it a shot. That's it. I'm not saying it's gonna solve, you know, world hunger. I'm just saying like maybe it helps. I don't know. So I would say probably you you could also just try to find their parents for them. Yeah, but while you're doing that, you can calm them down a little bit. Just offer them a little something. That's it. I. And that's what the government PSA said. It's right here. Okay. Okay. Uh. All right. Uh, the next one, let's see. So this has actually been sort of an issue, um, uh, over the last 15 years or so in the United States, there's actually been a huge declining bird population. Okay. And that, that, that's sort of been an issue. People have wondered why and sort of what they've, they've come around to is it's mostly stray cats, people not spaying and neutering their cats. So we have more stray cats than we've ever had. Okay. And it's kind of it's kind of worsening bird populations. Okay, I I assume that pollution might have had something to do with it as well, but you're saying Oh, it's I'm sure that's part of it, but it, but it, like an in, increasing amount of stray cats in the US has and this is a genuine stat. It's it's declined the bird right. population. Okay. And so sort of what the government is wanting us to do is uh, kind of just take whatever you have. If you have a gun, that's great. If you have maybe like a pan that you can make as hot as possible, or even just boiling water. And well, do what, what do you with think? it? Uh, you take care of the problem. 
Sometimes you need to take matters into your own hand. That's what this message is about. You can't rely on the government to that, do everything. I'm sorry, Sometimes that, you got to take the tools that you got and you just got to hack away. You saying the government PSA says you can't rely on the government to do everything. Yeah. So take a baseball bat, find a cat, do what comes natural. I I'm not saying I'm not endorsing anything. I'm not saying anything. Are you just do whatever you feel will help the increasing stray cat population. That's it. Who who contacted you about this? Well, like I can't say I who mean, was like who who do you know that like works for the government? How did this happen? Cuz that that doesn't telling you not to trust the government to take care of this problem to take the law into your own hands sounds like something the government wouldn't tell you to do. It was, I mean, it was George Bush senior. Are you, Oh yeah. You have that book club. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had a book club. Yeah. Okay. You know, and one of his like kind of final wishes was to like, you know, he had this cat in his backyard that kind of pissed him off and he wanted to kind of enact his revenge through his influence. So he, so this is part of like his dying wish was to have you take care of this. Mm -hmm. And so the next one on the, we can move on. Next one on the list, eating stray cats. What you want to do is you want to put them in a pan and you want to make it as hot as possible. Okay. You want to put butter and you want to put salt in there and you want to put sour cream and then a little bit of chives into the mix. You can find this recipe online and then you just want to mix it up as much as you can. And then you just go for it. Easy. It's one of the easiest recipes. And do you have to, like, there are a number of concerns that I have there, because I, like, doing, are you describing animal cruelty to any extent here? No, or? no, 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 the cat, the cat is dead by okay. the time you eat them. But you have to skin it, I guess? Whether or not the previous PSA for killing stray cats is connected to this second PSA about eating stray cats, that is not for me to determine. Okay. Do you but, see what I'm saying? But for legal reasons, I cannot say that those two are connected in any way. But here we are. Okay, okay. So you have this so sour it's a very... cream, chives, little salt, little butter, little right. pepper. That's all you need. Stir it up with the cat. Yeah, the remains of the cat. Whatever you want to eat, I take it over easy. Okay. Yeah, I I guess I don't know how I take well, my. I'll, I'll I'll whip you up something after this, and we'll we'll figure that out. Okay. I... Um, okay, the next PSA. Whatever happened to pillow fights? This one's just from the Pro Pillow Fight Consortium. I guess they had lobbied with George Bush. Senior. Just like what a, they were so fun as a kid. Like what happened to them? You know uh, what I mean? Well, so, so it's just a PSA letting people, so the reminding people. Yeah, just like. That you could have. Yeah, these. just like have a pillow fight every once in a while. Uh, the next one, stop feeding Jeremy. This is one of the most important ones. It's bolded and in red on mine. Uh-huh. Jeremy's been fed way too much. Stop feeding him. And is Jeremy, do we know who Jeremy is? It does not specify. Okay. Because yeah, come to think of it, I don't know how long ago you got this, but I've been getting push notifications telling me the same thing. To stop feeding him or yeah. to feed him? Because if it's telling you to feed him, that might be Jeremy. Okay, it was it was telling me to feed him. Okay, don't do not listen to those push notifications. I would might want to throw away your phone. No, because I don't know what that is or why, but we have to stop feeding him. He's getting fed too much. Apparently. Um. All right, we've just got a couple more. Do you mind if I just go through them? Sorry. Yeah, just yeah, go this quick. Is, you know. Yeah, this is all. We're just trying to get out of the way, and um, then we'll disperse them through the episodes. This, th- this is sort of a similar one um, to the texting and driving. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about drinking and driving, which can be very dangerous. Don't drink and drive and watch Agent Cody Banks at the same time. Because those are three different activities. Do not drink and drive and watch the movie Agent Cody Banks at the same time. You can do two of those things. If you want to drive and watch Agent Cody Banks, that's fine. I, if you want to drink and watch Agent Cody Banks, fine. If you want to drink and drive, it's okay. That's fine. I, I disagree. doing all three, it's dangerous, Doctor. You disagree. You think it isn't dangerous. No, I'm sorry. I should clarify. I think you, Well, how about this? You have your own private roads where all of you guys can be drinking and driving and watching Agent Cody Banks on your phone. 
but I would rather stay on safe roads where you're only doing two of those three things at any given time. I, I, That's just I would, me. I would say try to keep, unless the two things are watching that movie and drinking, those two can be done at the same time. But I would think any combination of drinking and driving is actually a bad idea. That's what I'm saying. Drinking, driving, and watching Agent Cody Banks. Don't do all three at the same time. Just two out of the three. Just pick. I... Um, and the final one, this just says pickle juice. And I don't, I don't know. It doesn't say pro or against. Um, it I, just says pickle juice. I don't know who it's like by or for. Or yeah. Do you want to? I have an opinion on it. Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't want to take a huge stance on it, but I maybe avoid it. Okay. Do you have like a medical reason for that? Not in particular. I mean, it's kind of has some salt and. It seems like, uh, no, let, let's go neutral on this one. Okay. We'll just, people can know about it. All right, Dr. Linden, that's it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I appreciate this. It seems like from now on, I, I would say, like, let's get it from a government official who's alive maybe Ooh, next time. That seems so insensitive. For our... Okay. Like if we're gonna get a sponsor kind of thing, paid advertisement thing, yeah. probably go, like let's get it from the living from now on. All right. So for those listeners out there, if you have a relative or someone older who requests something of you on their deathbed, do not do it because Doctor London, like most doctors, only cares about the living. Oh, that's not exact. <sighs> uh, anyway, uh, that's uh, good. Good. So so we finished it. All right, Cameron, uh, do we have a guest today? We do, Dr. London. All right. Uh, hello there. Hi, I'm Carol Nancy. I'm the female mayor of the MACATJDP Coalition. Oh, wow. So we are Mothers and Citizens Against the Jock Doc Podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get okay. mailers from you guys. Well, yeah, Cameron, you're actually my neighbor. How's your mom, Cameron Sr.? Oh, she's doing okay. She's better. Oh, no, I mean, she's doing terrible. Yeah. Awful. I figured she was. I knew from Facebook that she had been undergoing some situations in life. I've been sending her thoughts and prayers, but she stopped responding to my thoughts, and her thought box was full, so I just stopped reaching out. Yeah, well, so, the I mean, the situation she's been dealing with right now is she lost her contacts, so she's kind of just been crawling around the house for, I mean, weeks now trying to find them. Um, and you know, I mean, it doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't look like it's going to get better and it's, it's not, uh, it's not always easy, but it, it feels good to talk about. Thank you for, for asking. Do you check your thought box? Cause I'll send you some thoughts and prayers if you check it, but there's no point if you're just going to let it get it. Full. How, how, how do I, how do I access that? The thought box? It's kind of like how when you check to pee, it's mm -hmm. the same thing. You check your thought box. Same feeling. So I check the little piece of paper that I keep in my underwear to see if I need to go? Yeah, but the brain version of that. Do you oh. keep a piece of paper in your hat? Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. I Okay, I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I just wanted to chime in and introduce myself. I'm DrLondonSmith.com. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you prefer, uh, so it's Carol Nancy. Do you prefer Miss Nancy, Mrs. Nancy? Please refer to me as Carol. Carol, okay. All right, I'm, I'm sorry if I offended there, Carol. Uh, so welcome to the Jock Doc podcast. Um, so you're part of an organization, the Mothers and Citizens Against the Jock Doc podcast. And yes. I, and I can't help but notice the name of our podcast being within the name of your organization. And I'm wondering... I just want to clarify the connection there. Is this some other jock doc podcast or it's the very same? Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure of that. So what, and Do I know what you're worrying about. She does pay royalties for using our name. She sends a check to the queen of England every single month. She always pays the royalties. I, I don't think that, uh, the queen, is wait, did you register? our name in the queen's name no i'm saying she pays royalty oh okay okay every month i d 
Okay, well, back to uh, Carol. Um, so, Carol, what uh, what do you have against this podcast? Like, enough to start an organization. I'm the mayor of the organization. The, okay, and it's... And so, I guess that's another question here. Um, you're the mayor... Usually there's a founder of an organization, from my understanding. I was elected mayor of the Makat Jidib. The, the Makat Jidib? Yes. Okay. Oh, we, uh, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what that means. The M-A-C-A-T-J-D-P, Mothers and Citizens Against the Jock Doc okay, Podcast. You, you, I'm an elected official. I'm here. sorry. You just said that, Dr. London. I'm sorry. I, I guess the, the acronym's still tripping me up a little bit. Um, okay, so you are the, the mayor of that organization. What made you decide to start or at least become a part of this organization and then lead it? My kids have been listening to this podcast, and oh, wow. when I was Thank you. overhearing it, I was hearing a lot of things that I don't think young minds need to hear. So, what, what, what did you take issue with? I've taken issue with every part of it. I don't want them to be brainwashed by doctors. I agree with that, one hundred percent on board. Mm-hmm. And I don't agree with the word thrombus. Agree with that as well. I felt I'm sorry, the really word? disgusted by extremely that. attacked. Earlier, he said the word spherical. A man should not say that in the presence of anyone else. If he wants to say that word, he needs to be at home alone in his bathroom, staring into the mirror. That makes sense to me. I mean, even then, I don't know. Like looking in the mirror, it's kind of like you're with someone else. True. Maybe you want to put a towel like over your head. Okay, I guess. Okay, so you have a problem with the use like, of... Well, sorry to interrupt, but you know those like really, really... Uh, ex I think it's an illegal dish. It's like a really, really expensive bird that you eat bones and all. And you have to like... It's like tradition that you put a towel over your face because it's like covering the shame. I don't remember what it's called, but you know what I'm talking about? I, I guess that sounds vaguely familiar, but I feel like I'm not... That's not a tradition I... I'm familiar that familiar with. It's like a really, really wealthy thing. It was on like Succession oh, and like Billions and, and okay. shows like that. So it's kind of like that, but you go into the bathroom and you put a towel over your head covering your shame and you say thrombus as quietly as possible. That's and how I would prefer that. And if you say it three times, then... Who knows? Okay. Who knows what's going to appear? I guess so just it's it's a medical term is the reason I was using it. It's the it's like the most I take accurate. issue with that as well. With with I don't believe that children should be taught about medical things, especially at young ages. Do you take issue with any of my part of the podcast? No, my kids love you. Great. I love my kids are friends with Philip and Thomas. Oh, great. They're your neighbors. They come over sometimes, yeah. and I love it because when they come back, they're so tired. Oh, wait. Those are your kids? Yes. Yeah, because we hang out all the time. I know. Yeah. I love it when they go over. When they come back, they don't even poop. Yeah. They were, I mean, they were in my band. I I mean, they. I had to. Yeah, they told me. I had to get rid of them out of the, they weren't good. They sucked, but. I, I mean, the great kids. No, they're, they're can't boring. Can't keep rhythm, like, at all. No, I don't. To my clarify, kids are boring. To clarify for them. our listeners, um. Philip was a previous guest of ours who was what a was chocolatier. It? Yep. Six years old, I think. Something like that. And, uh, okay. And then the, them not having to poop afterwards, I'm guessing, is because Cameron may have given him them his beer, which his causes... His bear. His bear. Yeah. I'm referring to the, the constipation paralysis part. And I'm referring to the fact that he gives them a bear. Yeah. Uh, 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 can we? Can I actually talk to Dr. London privately just for a second? Sure. Okay. Hey, so, like, the parents, they're not, like, crazy cool about giving them buddy beer. So I put it in a teddy bear. And then the kids just drink from the mouth of the teddy bear. So the parents just think the kids are just kind of, like, you know, making out with the bear. Right. We just, just kind of like experimenting and like learning just about themselves and stuff like that. Normal to but do that. But they're really just like getting hammered and just like partying. Yeah. And Phillip. that's pretty cool. I. To me, it's not, it's not as good for like, you shouldn't have young children exposed to alcohol. That 
Well, she's saying we shouldn't have young kids exposed to you. Yeah, okay. Who am I guess I'm supposed we, to believe. Let's get back to our yeah. Case. So, so Carol, you specifically have an issue. With I have an issue with medicine, medicine. medical equipment, uh, doctors, nurses, clerical staff at hospitals and doctors. I take issue with all of it. This whole place about to get got. Don't freaking freak with me. What about medical sponges? I'm on the fence. Yeah, because they are kind of just the same as normal sponges. Mm-hmm. But they are medical sponges. Well, and I guess the follow-up question is, why do you have a problem with medical things? I don't think that it should be taught to a young child. Okay, and why do you think that? It'll confuse them. It'll put thoughts in their heads about their bodies, their blood, their heart, their brain that they just don't need at a young age when they're developing their views on the world. Is there, I mean, you know, you can be honest with us. Was there, was there anything that maybe happened in your past or with your kids that kind of led you to this decision? It's mostly just the community that I'm in. We're a homeschool family, and oh. we really raise our flag proudly mm-hmm. that we don't accept anything from the mainstream. What does that What does that flag look like that you're raising proudly? It's green and yellow, uh-huh. and it has an HS on it. Wow. For homeschooled. Mm-hmm. So it, and I noticed it's raised on the the back of your wagon when you pulled in. Always. Always flying high. And really, really high. Like, it's a wagon, but, I mean, it's, like, three stories high as Well, you know how when a car dealership opens up, they do a balloon that's really, really, you can see from really far away? Uh That's kind of the idea. I'm raising awareness. Like, here we go. Makat Jidipa is here with the HS group, and we're taking the whole system down. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, well... I guess I see some some conflict because I know you aren't supposed to have anything mechanic. Like you seem to be against uh, mechanical things, maybe, and medicine in general. Anything it doesn't sound like mechanical things. It sounds like medical. medical things. Well, yeah, Not but mechanical, medical. But any instruments you were saying? Any medical instruments? What kind of instruments is she talking about? Is she talking about a saxophone? No, she's talking about medical instruments, Doctor London. Come on. Okay. Well, I guess I make my assumptions based on the wagon was being pulled by the the children. And that confused me a little bit. Well, yeah. What else are they good for? Well, so, so in my mind, teaching them about science and medicine might make them good for learning I'm teaching that. them about pulling a wagon. That's really all they're going to need to do. You've never heard of a trade school? I I have. I just... As for people who aren't elitist, aren't swimming Mm -hmm. in pools of gold doubloons to exercise. Thank you. Okay. um, Make those kids good for something. That's what I always say. Look at what happens. uh, Right now, for the listeners, I'm pointing to Dr. London. Look at what happens when you encourage them to get into the medical field. It's Mm this. This. And now I'm, I'm doing my finger in a big circular motion to emphasize that I'm talking about Dr. London. It's my worst nightmare. You, okay. you, if you encourage your kids to go into the medical field, you end up with a man who is deeply, deeply in debt, who has people angry at him constantly. Okay, this is... Who has people, some of our old sponsors who are supposed to love us, harassing him day in and day out. This This, is what you end up with. This is because you were handling the sponsorship part and you have been using my personal funds to pay the sponsors, which doesn't make sense. I see your lips moving, but it makes no sense to me. Right. Okay, well, back to... So, Carol, what brings you here on the podcast today, then? If you don't, you know, have an interest in medicine. It's election year. I'm trying to get reelected as mayor, and so I'm just making the rounds. This is just one of the many podcasts that I'm going to be on this week. Oh, well, you're going on other shows to try to get elected for the Mothers and Citizens Against the Jock Dog podcast position. Yes. Who are you Who are you running against? I'm running against Nancy Carroll. 
All right, all right, all right. Calm down, guys. Calm down. Yeah, we didn't. We shouldn't have done this at such a public place. Yeah. I well, I didn't realize what was going to happen, but you did have a huge following when you pulled up in the wagon. Oh yeah, I've been doing Facebook live rants for weeks, and we're getting. We're getting out there. Well, and just the num the sheer number of children pulling your wagon. Well, seven of them are mine. Yeah, well, like the Blipsy, pull it around. Pull the wagon. Pull the wagon around. And that's the one who just sucked at drums. Just couldn't. Yeah. Okay. Just couldn't keep up. So you're running for uh, re-election of Makatjdpa. Um, what, I guess, what is your platform then? And how, how do you differ from, uh, Nancy Carroll, Miss Carroll? I'm bringing women great till they gotta be great energy to this election. Wow. We are women. We are mothers. We are homeschool mothers and gosh darn it, we are proud. I don't give a care about what Nancy Carroll says about how I'm not as good of a homemaker as she is. Duh, I don't like my kids. I don't like to be around them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if I go into the other room and I watch soap operas and I drink a glass of wine while I have them clean the kitchen and they don't do a very good job because they're just little kids, well, that's my business, okay? And that can be your business too if you just vote for Carol Nancy for mayor of the Mothers and Citizens Against the Jock Doc Podcast Coalition. Thank wow. you. Well, I, I mean, I got to say, you got my vote. Thank you. I knew that I would. Is there, is there, so what, what are your goals if you were to be reelected? Do you have, do you have plans for this next term? I'm hoping that I can take over the Jock Doc Podcast mm-hmm. and steer it in the direction that it needs to go in. Well, well, what what direction is that? What, we what, need to learn. what is your ideal version of the show? Because maybe we can make a compromise here. We I've been wanting to shake things up here for a while. Okay, well, we need to learn how to make wagons. Mm-hmm. We need to learn how to make harnesses. We need to teach children how to pull wagons, very large wagons. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of stuff we've got to get across the country. Across Across the country? For what? what yeah, we're reason? taking this thing nationwide. You're homeschooled. Which, which part of this process are you taking nationwide? Are you saying the wagon, the homeschool part, or the Mothers and Citizens Against the Jock Dog podcast part, or all of it? All of it. All of it in one is me. Wow. And I'm ready to reveal myself to the nation. And all of it includes even Nancy Carroll. No. There's no place for her in this new world order. I, I'd i be interested to hear what her positions are and what her platforms are. Well, why don't you go down to the Denny's off of the loop and ask her? Well, could you just, would you mind telling me, even if I know it'll be a more biased view, but some of her alternative ideas, like... Let's say, does she want to bring anything else to the podcast that... She's trying to teach children how to build boats. Hmm. <laughs> okay, so... That's completely irrelevant on land. Exactly. She's going to have kids pulling boats on land. Ugh. What's okay. that about? At least give them wheels. Now, I'm not... I Once again, I don't know her position on these things exactly. And I, I understand I'm getting it secondhand here. But are you sure that she's proposing children pull boats on land and maybe as opposed to maybe using water to transport? You'd, you'd have to ask her. Okay. I don't listen to her enough. She's a quack. You're a quack. Yeah. Right. Is this what you're curious about? Like the questioning? She's talking about creating a new world order with her wagon coalition and you're curious about the other person, whether or not their boat is about for water or land? Yeah. I From... The way she phrased it, I thought maybe yeah, there could. I, I, I think we we could use maybe a change in this podcast a little bit. Thank you. If this is the kind of hosting abilities we're getting, yeah. All right, so let's. Can we spit all this a little bit? In terms what if, of, would you accept us changing the name of the show to Wagon Hags? I like it. 
right off, it just immediately hits me. It's yep. just, well, wow. And maybe instead of, we're making a compromise here. So we're still going to do the like uh, patient stories. Well, let's... But instead of a patient that you see as a doctor, maybe it's something that you put on a wagon. That's the story. So the story would be... Uh, I pulled I, like a stack of toilet paper on a wagon. Yeah, so I, can, can I demonstrate real quick yeah. what I feel like it'd be? Okay, yeah. so, so today I was walking around and I pulled, yeah, some sticks with a wagon. And that just goes to show that we need to learn to pull sticks with wagons. Would, mm, I don't like when you're uh, talking about wagons. Ooh, you wouldn't let your kids listen no, to that? No, 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 no. Could no, you no. give us an example of what like a patient story would look like on a wagon? Sure. A patient came in today and they sat quietly and they colored in their coloring book and they left mommy alone for five minutes and mommy got to watch her tunes. There, those are the types of patients I'm trying to promote on my new podcast, Wagon Hags. So, so you're trying to watch cartoons. Yeah, Tom and Jerry is my favorite. And the children are opposed to this. They want to watch, what, science shows? Is that the problem? No, they just want to talk to me. They just want to say, make me oatmeal. And you just want to watch Tom and Jerry. Yeah, I'm sick and tired of listening to them. Or go ahead, Dr. Lundin. Well, I was going to say, isn't Tom and Jerry uh, mostly silent? So it's not like the talking would... There's music. Okay. Oh, you want to jam out on some of that Tom and Jerry music. Okay, I get that. And your kids yapping and yapping. I mean, I kind of get it. I... You have a place on this show, is what I'm trying to say. Well, Do you see what I'm working with? We can really mix things up here. So I guess one thing I'm thinking, and we can continue with it, maybe if you just made your own podcast, because this sounds very different from ours. Mm, I don't know. It really sounds like it would just seamlessly fit right in as long as you were no longer here. Yeah, it's the same show. We just get rid of the parts that are you know, negative towards our nation's children. Okay. We replace it with parts that are a little more positive and uplifting for our nation's children. Exactly. Such as teaching them wagon etiquette, teaching them to leave you alone, teaching them to just like screw off. So that that does bring me to another part. Usually towards the beginning of the podcast, we'll mention some feedback that we've gotten, uh, some sort of things to correct and work on, which probably is what a lot of the children sound like whenever they come in and say they'll give you feedback on what's going on in their lives. And so how would you change our current format to fit your desires for what you would want the, I guess, wagon pulling theme of the podcast to be? Very well-worded host of the show. We definitely don't need a new host. Thank you. So what he's trying to say is if one of those kids come up to you with some feedback, how do you reply? I just say, you're boring perfect this is great this is way shorter than our patient segments currently or whatever our feedback section okay and how would you address the um... we spend so much time on the show talking about like nipple holders and like all this kind of like weird story stuff i don't know what let's get to the heart of it wagons and i get i guess the the medical topic would just be replaced with like say how to replace a wagon wheel that kind of thing or maybe like colors of wagons i do really like wagons and for children yes i want them to learn mostly about wagons because that's what their life is gonna be about yeah of course but really for me we're spending a lot of time talking about wagons when i've got other things to do yes wagons for kids okay what else are we what else are we talking about on the show we're needing to subtly implant in them the new world order. Right. Because, okay, I did. I wanna add, wanted to ask about this. You talked about kind of taking your movement across the country. Yeah. And we can see from the crowd size, I mean, this is a lot of people we're talking. How, how many people are in this organization right now? 4,500. Okay, yeah, that, that's, that's a good size. Mm-hmm. So this little congregation you have. Yeah. 
what is what is the the ultimate plan you had briefly mentioned before expanding to a new world order is this i mean is this starting your own government is this wanting to take over our current form of government yes we have our a totally separate form of government that we believe is the right way to do things right and so we are ready to put that into place what what does this new government entail everyone's selling their homes living in wagons okay on board and we're going to just go around the perimeter of our countries all the time in our wagons just over and over again yeah we're gonna find the lizard people we're going to we're gonna kill them unfortunately it feels like you skipped the steps so we're going in circles endlessly until we die and also and at a certain point we're gonna find lizard what is when 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 does that part happen the lizard people live on the border. Oh. So this is so geographically. That's why we. That's why we're doing the border thing. That's right. And once we're done with that, who knows? How Possibilities you, endless. What? Okay. So these lizard people. Have you? Have you? I'm sure on all of your journey, you've seen them. Have you interacted with them, or is this something you're still like waiting to see? You'd be surprised how many lizard people you encounter in a day to day okay well why are you you're kind of covering your mouth a little bit and do you guys need a sidebar for a second i don't think i think that cameron's on the same page i think that he can understand i think because you're looking at me well you're sort of i mean you've been talking about your issue with dr london talking about issue with certain people in certain professional fields Mm -hmm. who are pushing certain medical Mm -hmm. agendas. So are you, is this, are you suggesting, I mean, are you suggesting that Dr. London and all doctors like him are lizard people? I'm more than suggesting it. (gasps) Hey, Dr. London. Hey, um, so I, I did step out for a second because uh, you guys were really taking your time with figuring out whatever you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, this New World Order thing. What did thing, you do when you stepped out? Oh, I just, uh, I, I wanted a bite of chips, so yeah. I, I took a bite. Did it taste like flies? No, it tasted a lot like chips. Like fly chips? N- well, no. No, it tasted more like like regular. I, what are fly chips? I don't know. It sounds like something you would like, though, doesn't it? I, I, I guess I don't follow. When you got here today, how did you arrive? You didn't have to, like, climb a ladder and move a manhole cover or anything. Mm. No, so I actually got here by car. Just drive the car and then pulled up. Um, there's a sunroof, though, if that's what you're referring to. Hmm. So you can get flies, more flies into your car. I guess I'm not following because... Because uh, you love eating flies. Are you talking about the food you've left in my car that's been gathering? It's gathering what exactly? Flies. Yeah, is, He said it. Yep. DJ Dylan, did you get that? Yes. Did you get that? Yes. Okay, we got it. I so you got me saying that flies had gathered <sighs> around the food that you left in my car. What what temperature does your blood run? It's yeah, ninety eight point six. I that you are are putting yourself into a corner, Mister. And that's Fahrenheit. That's by the way. freezing. You're a cold-blooded animal. I, I, okay, this might be a problem with you not learning about science. I'm running at 104, 24 hours a day. Are you really? That's what humans do. You have been sweating a what lot. are you? Okay, I thought you were going to go on with that sentence, like doing tomorrow. I would also like to know that. Okay, well... So the, for the first part, uh, human, for the second part, because um, you had told me 
we got to go to the park. We got to advertise more. Mm-hmm. Um, and you told me to bring uh, the skeet shooter um, clay pot th- or clay discs. You told uh-huh. me to bring a whole bunch of those. So I have those. But you didn't give me any further details. Yeah, so that's clay pigeons. That's yeah. What they call them pigeons, which fly. You know what else flies? Flies. Okay. Right? Mm hmm. Okay. What do we? So what? What is the next step here? I, I, I we have all this information. I'm wagons. trying to process everything. It, but what is the next step? Is wagons. Uh, okay. So, so immediately s- after this, when this recording ends, wagons. Wagons. All day, every day, until we have built our wagon army. Okay, wagons. So it's an army of, of wagons. Yes. Okay, well, uh, and that sounds, you know, I'm not sure that I, I see how that would play out exactly, because you'd go to the You're perimeter. not meant to. Nope. This is designed for people like you to not get. Because there are a few minor issues, like how uh, I don't see it, the border, the perimeters. How of, you can't get enough flies to sustain your disgusting, cold-blooded body. Well, like... If you go to the perimeters of this of the country, then you're going to run into problems with wagons because even like regular cars can have difficulty with the terrain. And so I imagine a wagon would be that much more difficult. Well, it makes sense that you're being very negative about this idea and mm-hmm. not wanting to cultivate it further. It makes a lot more sense than you realize. Your motivations are clear. Okay. Um, well, I guess that's... I mean, uh, was there anything else you had to say? I mean. I will be releasing a smear campaign ad. Mm. And I wanted to just let you know ahead of time, I'm going to be exposing you. Oh. Did you want Dr. London to say anything in the ad? Because we can record it right now. I don't think that I want to. I have all the recordings I need. We could, could you just, we're going to get it clean. Uh, DJ Dylan, you got you, your recording. Okay, so we're just going to get it clean. Like, I lay eggs. I have scales for skin. Just say that. Go ahead. I don't I don't think I want to go say ahead. that. Go ahead. We're not going to stop until you say it. Just go ahead. I have human skin. Nope. Just go ahead and say, I'm not going to give you your keys back. Okay. Well, that's that's a banana. <laughs> no, but it is, my, it is my banana. Yeah, you but... can't have it. Say it. I... Oh yeah, I'm what? What's the other? I have scales for skin. I have I have scales for skin. Is that is that it? You good? We yeah. got this. Okay. There it is. Well, I to our listeners, that wasn't true. I have human skin. I am human. I I'm sorry if this in current form. And thank sure. you for listening to Wagon Hags. All right. Uh, so thank you to Digital in the House. Hey, hey, I pooped in my trousers. in my uh, trousers and thank you to our producer Cameron thank you to Carol Nancy for being on the show you Uh, won't be thanking me when my wagon armada comes down on your head like hot heat in the summer I am drlondonsmith.com this has been the jock doc podcast wagon hags The clock ticks. Then it proceeds to talk. At this point, you know what is coming, but you hold your breath anyway, hoping for some change. But this horror that you had expected indeed comes to pass. Against every fiber of your being, contrary to all that you were rooting for in this life, the clock commits a horror by...
ticking once more after that talk. An even greater horror, though, would be to avoid telling your friends about the Jock Doc podcast. <laughs> yeah, it, it's shivering my timbers. Uh, so come on, just send them a link to your favorite episode or send them our handy website, jockdocpodcast.com. And or send them a link to your least favorite episode and scare oh, them. Oh. And uh, don't forget to follow us on social media at Jock Doc Podcast. Also, uh, don't forget to leave a five-star review in which you write what you hate most about clocks ticking and also occasionally talking. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.